Ross versus Manny Pacquiao. Post-fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fred Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Well... He did it. Now, to be fair, go check out our pre-fight podcast prediction. We did say that we thought Ugas had a very good shot at upsetting the apple cart here. We also touched on the line, which a lot of people would say was disrespectful to Ugas going in. But I attribute it to he doesn't really have a lot of name value, especially with the casuals out there. And so when the Spence fight fell out, and again, Pac was getting a lot of money in that Spence fight, which after watching how he performed against Ugas tonight is totally insane. Nevertheless, people just didn't know who Ugas was. And so when the books came out with a line, I figured Pacquiao would be able to box his way to a decision. And they were wrong. Now, I will say this. The biceps talk and all that that came out after I did the pre-fight podcast video did have me worried that his arm was going to fall off during the fight. That didn't happen and everything went according to plan. Prior to that, and again, you can double check, triple check all of this, go to Rumble, check the video out, it's there. We said we thought at the very least this was going to be a very competitive fight because Ugas is solid. He's technically solid. He knows how to fight. Just because a lot of people don't know who he is doesn't mean he can't fight. And then, of course, you have to take into the fact that Pacquiao was coming off a layoff. He's 42 years old, been in the game, had something like 77 fights, 71 fights, something crazy like that. You do get long in the tooth and it can happen overnight. But just stylistically going into this, it looked like it was probably going to be a distance fight. It was. And it looked like, depending on how much Manny had left, that Ugas was going to be neck and neck with him. He may not get the decision going in, but he was going to be neck and neck. And when you looked at the lines, Ugas straight at 3-1, 350, 375. That was nice, but generally speaking, Ugas is not a big puncher. And so I didn't expect him to be able to stop Manny Pacquiao. So we suggest if you like Ugas, you would want to look at him by decision. And that was hovering somewhere around 485 to 5 to 1. And of course, that ended up hitting. And that was a marvelous underdog bet. If anybody got it, kudos to you. Props, that was wonderful. And I thought Ugas clearly won the fight. I don't think there was a lot of dispute uh, among the people online about who won. I think most people had Ugas win in the fight. You could say it was competitive and I think it was competitive but I think as the rounds wore on it was just clear that Ugas had a little bit more and he was able to do a little bit more consistently to me it looked like Manny Pacquiao not necessarily just got old overnight he was still competitive with Ugas but he was in against a guy who's not a big puncher in Ugas 
and doesn't throw a lot of punches. So if you throw this Manny Pacquiao in there against Spence tonight or Crawford later on, it would have been a bloodbath. In all honesty, like best case scenario, Manny Pacquiao takes a beating. Worst case, he takes a beating and gets laid out. I just didn't see it going into the Spence fight that he was going to be able to win that fight. And then watching him tonight, there was just no way that was going to happen. If this Manny Pacquiao showed up against Spence, the traditional Spence, even, even a downgraded Spence, I think Spence still whoops him. His timing was off. His speed was still there, but he was missing a lot. You can look at the punch stats, which I don't use generally to suggest who won the fight. But if you're just looking at, was he throwing a lot? Yes, he was throwing a lot. Was he missing a lot? It looked like, yes, he was missing a lot. But nevertheless, he just looked off tonight. I won't say old because he was able to still do things. You can still see he has skills. He still has talent. But being that he wants to fight only the best of the best of the best in the division, I don't see any any way to go forward. You're talking about Spence, the fight that got canceled. He was talking about Crawford. And he even said prior to this fight, if he continued to fight, assuming he won, he only wanted the big names. He only wanted those two names. Somebody has suggested a move down to 40 to fight Josh Taylor. I don't like any of those fights, to be honest with you. They're talking about a presidential run in the Philippines, I believe, in May of 2015. 2022 I think that's what he should do I think it's time to hang him up he's had an amazing career everybody knows he's a legend a hall of famer I don't think there was ever anything to prove even in this fight whether it was against Ugas or Spence he's done what he needs to do and I don't see going forward if he's going to stick to his guns about fighting the best of the best of the best it's going to work out for him and nobody's going to want to see him take brutal beatings and get knocked out I think this is a perfect time to call it quits. Ugas, why he's solid, again, not a big puncher, not a lot of punches, and he was still able to touch Manny Pacquiao. He was able to bust his face up, and he was able to win a decision. The younger guys that throw more and throw harder and throw in combinations would absolutely dismantle Manny Pacquiao. I don't think anybody can dispute that. And I don't think anybody wants to see that. And you can't even suggest that, like, you're not going to even get good lines on these guys like Spence and Crawford and Taylor anymore after what you saw tonight. So there's not even a real big money-making opportunity there anyway because the books would be crazy to put Manny at anything but a significant underdog, seeing how he performed tonight. So I don't think there's a path going forward for him. I think he needs to hang him up and focus on being the presidente of the Philippines. And let that go. I mean, tonight Ugas showed a lot of people what he could do. But the people in the know, the people that continuously watch these fights day in and day out, sit there for hours and hours upon end and research these things, already knew that at the very least Ugas was going to be competitive. And that's why I mentioned online, social media. I said that, that somebody had mentioned that it was a competitive fight or something to that to that nature. And I said it was always destined to be. Unless his arm fall, it fell off. Again, the arm the arm situation, that bicep did look weird. It, I mean, he, he must use that one hand for something, something more than the other hand because that bicep did look weird. But excluding the possibility of a bicep injury, again, go back and check what I'm, I'm telling you. Double check it. Ugas was always going to be competitive with Manny Pacquiao in that show tonight. 
as far as the undercard goes, there was only one fight. We did post a a uh, prediction in the forum, not an official podcast prediction. That was the Guerrero Ortiz fight. Pretty boring fight. We picked Guerrero straight. Um, Guerrero edged it out somewhere 96 94 is fair. You could have even went the draw. You could have even went with Ortiz as a winner, to be honest with you. It wasn't anything exciting. Not a lot to really talk about. I don't think either of them are going to be contenders in the division. Maybe they'll have a couple more fights, maybe get a couple more paydays, but there wasn't a lot of high class action there. Uh, I mean, it was a competitive fight for where they're at at this stage of the career, but I think if you put them in, even with a prospect at this stage of the game, or certainly they got to stay away from the top of the division, they're going to get chewed up and spit out. So, I mean, as, as far as going forward there, I don't think you're going to have a lot of time left to see Ortiz and Guerrero fight in, in any sense of the word as far as in competitive fights. As soon as they step up, I think that's going to be it, and they probably would retire. I'm not even sure if Ortiz is going to continue to fight, to be honest with you. He was away for something like three, three and a half years, and then he comes back and loses the 96-94 decision. So I'm not even sure where his head is at, if he has to come back, if he needs money, if he wants to stay acting, what the case is. I'm sure Guerrero will continue to fight. And again, like I said, he'll get a payday here or there, but they have to match him very carefully because I don't think that he's going to be able to step up at with any degree whatsoever that's it for this episode of foot junkie i will suck it to you tomorrow baby foot junkie out